Hey friends, it is great to be back with you today for another episode of the In Focus podcast, taking a fresh look at the Bible and some big Christian ideas and how they bring our world into focus and empower us to live a new, more eternal kind of life within it. I'm your host, Justin Laughlin, husband, dad, pastor, adjunct professor, and most importantly, follower and disciple of Jesus Christ. I am particularly excited to be with you today, kicking off a new two-part series, walking through the first seven chapters of Daniel. In part one, we will look at living in Babylon and some lessons we might take away from the perspectives and experiences of Daniel and his friends as an exemplary group of righteous people navigating the treacherous world of politics and culture. And then in part two, we will springboard out of Daniel 7 for a few additional episodes on overcoming Babylon. Before it's all said and done, we'll get to hear from a very good friend of mine who has graciously agreed to make a guest appearance. We'll take a look at Jesus's favorite self-description and some of its meaning and implications. We will look at the how the rapture may or may not play into all of this. And hopefully, by the grace of God, we'll all be a little bit better equipped and empowered to live as genuinely Christian people in, an, in the midst of an oftentimes treacherous world of politics, culture, and media. So, let's dive right in. Uh, The book of Daniel, found near the end of the Old Testament in your Bible, is a collection of stories, dreams, and even visions associated, conveniently enough, with a guy named Daniel, who was a faithful and righteous Jew living and serving in the Babylonian Empire after his own country had been conquered and taken into exile by the Babylonians. Now, to set us up for the duration of this series, I want to begin today actually by taking a step back and looking at Babylon and its important literal and figurative roles throughout the Bible and in the imagination of biblical authors. Believe it or not, Babylon is written into the biblical story even before Abraham or any of Abraham's Israelite descendants that would go on to write the whole Bible and uh, that dominate most of the biblical story. Um, For the origin story of Babylon, then, we have to turn all of the way back to Genesis chapter 10. And for some context, a few chapters prior, God has created human and life in God's own image and likeness. He put them in the midst of a flourishing garden from which they were to expand outward, to be fruitful, to multiply, and to govern the whole creation on God's behalf. But instead, human and life rebelled and decided to determine for themselves what would be good and evil as they went about this business of governing creation. And consequently, instead of the beauty and provision that God had in mind, human and life found themselves naked, vulnerable, and struggling to survive. In short order, their son Cain literally killed his brother. Shortly after that, as the first civilization began taking shape, a guy we are told 77 times the wretched murderer that Cain was is found bragging about murdering a neighbor who had offended him. 
And then after an initial unsuccessful restart, unsuccessful in the sense that uh, there was a flood and after the flood, rebellion ensued immediately once again uh, to top off the tragic fall of humanity and the messy situation in which we still find ourselves wrestling and struggling today. Genesis 10 introduces us to Nimrod, a rebellious animal-killing city builder who is practically worshipped by those around him. Nimrod founds two cities of note, Nineveh, the capital city of Assyria, that will one day conquer and decimate most of God's chosen people in Israel around 722 BC, and Babel, um, otherwise translated as Babylon throughout the Old Testament, which ultimately conquers the remainder of God's people in the country of Judah around 586 BC. So, after finishing off God's people and carrying them into exile, the name Babylon is forever burned into the imaginations of God's people. From that point forward, uh, the point of historical Babylon, that is, Babylon, uh, uh, in quotes here, comes to represent not only the historical empire that conquered Judah, it also becomes the metaphorical title used by biblical authors for future empires that rebelliously oppose both God and God's people. And eventually, all the way at the end of our Bibles and the book of Revelation, we find John using Babylon, again here in quotes, as a coded language to speak against the Roman Empire while simultaneously painting a picture of the final evil human empire that will stand against God and God's people just before the return of King Jesus. So, from almost the very beginning to almost the very, very end of your Bible, Babylon plays a huge role as the epitome of human pride, self-interest, ingenuity, prosperity, power, delusion, and rebellion. Historical Babylon was the context in which we will read about Daniel and his friends in the coming weeks. It's the context in which they had to work out faithful and righteous living, even in the midst of treacherous political and cultural forces. Uh, Babylon is the metaphorical name of the empire that will finally and utterly be defeated by Jesus at his return. And Babylon represents the dark political, cultural, economic, and nationalistic powers against which we must all stand in the meantime, faithfully, righteously, and until Jesus returns, even as we live right in the midst of it. Uh, that glimpse of Babylon throughout the Bible from beginning to end is why I'm excited about this series and the journey before us in the weeks ahead, because Daniel's story is our story. What he learned, we need to learn. And the righteous wisdom that Daniel exemplified, we need to imitate. And Daniel's hope that was anchored in the overcoming of Babylon by the mysterious cloud-riding son of man must also anchor us as we continue to anticipate the return of our cloud-riding king, 
and the unfolding of his final victory. And with that, we are officially off and running with this series on Daniel and part one, Living in Babylon. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I hope that you are now as excited as I am to see what God might have for us to discover in the book of Daniel in the weeks ahead. If you're streaming today's episode from your podcast provider like Apple, Google, or Spotify, it would be great if you take a second to give the show a quick rating or review. And if you haven't yet, maybe even to become a subscriber. If you'd like, you can also share this episode with your friends on social media, again, through your podcast provider, or you can copy and paste the link that I've included below in the show notes. If you'd like to hear about something specific from the Bible or a particular big Christian idea in the future, please email me using the address that's also included in in the show notes. Otherwise, until next time, as we continue on this series about Daniel and living in Babylon, thanks for tuning in and being a friend to the show. May your world continue coming into better focus, and may God lead you into an increasingly eternal kind of life before Him.